do you ever feel like a somebody once told me the world is gonna listen to everything comes from something thank you for tuning in to our podcast today we have a special episode my name is isaac ransom and i am here with cameron tuttle hi it's cameron you know it's sad as you actually sound like him <laughs> <laughs> brutal just kidding we actually have a special guest hello introduce yourself hi <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um my name is Jules. Jules. Uh, I I sing music. You're a artist. I am. So if you if just from that, that's kind of what our episode's gonna be about today. Yeah. Is music related stuff. But before we get into it and before I start asking Juliana all these questions, I just want to throw out all the details for our social social stuff. Um, if you guys want to support us on Patreon, we have a Patreon link at Patreon slash uh, ECFS Podcast. We are we don't have any ads. Hopefully, someday in the future we'll get sponsors. But any support helps. We really appreciate all the help, especially our one executive producer, Darren. I'm already jittering because I had coffee to get excited about the show. And uh, you guys can follow us on all the regular social stuff: Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Except Twitter's ECFS Pod. That's it. Um, anyways, Jules, thank you for joining me on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I really enjoy speaking to you, and I think that's a good thing because you are my girlfriend. So I am. This, this is true. It's pretty sweet when your girlfriend's interesting and she can <laughs> fill up a uh, episode of the show. But we're not going to be talking about our dating. Actually, we're going to be talking about your profession. Yes. What do you do, Jules? I am a songwriter. Um, I mean... I, uh, I'm also an artist and yeah, that's, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> Sweet. How old are you? I'm 20 years old. So you're 20 and how long have you been doing this music thing? I've been doing this music thing. I say as a kind of like a more professional kind of thing since I've, thir- since I've been 13, but 13, um, I started writing songs when I was eight. I think that's illegal. <laughs> 13 years old and working. At bars at 13. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's labor laws. No, I'm just kidding about that. I was I was listening to another podcast the other day talking about child actors, and it's very strange. There's a lot of like weird laws around it, but you basically work like an adult, and then you kind of have to still go to school and whatnot. That's nutty, especially because you see like the Disney stars now. It's like kind of kind of crazy. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Um. So yeah, Juliana, what kind of genre do you sing? Um, I've been kind of calling it indie pop, um, the more recent stuff. And, um, in the past it's kind of been more dark pop and then even going back a little bit farther, it's been more almost folk, <laughs> folk, uh, acoustic kind of stuff. Um, we go way back. It's been more like country, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. <laughs> so let's talk about like your music catalog, your library right now. What do you like? Mm-hmm. How many, do you have albums, singles? What do you got? You mean like what I've i've come up with yeah what, what you put out because i think um when i met you and you told me you were a musician i was mm-hmm. like oh that's nice but you actually have i mean this is your profession now, yeah so. yeah so i think uh kind of going back um my first ep i released um that was the first thing i ever professionally released and put out in a professional recording studio and i did all that um that was when i was 16 or 17 years old um so i put that out it's an ep called stories never told and it's um four songs um that um that i put together and i raised uh doing a kickstarter campaign so that's what i did and then i did um a few singles in the past year and a half um i shut eclipse supernatural those songs I would say, you know, I, I listen to a lot of music and you've really broadened my perspective on what kind of music I should consume and how I should interpret different music that I mm-hmm. listen to. Your music really preaches to the value of sticking to your craft mm-hmm. and you're really committed to your craft. And uh, I think that's something that's like super important when with whatever you're doing, but you're like your passion and your drive behind it is really inspiring. And so today we're going to be talking about sort of pop music um, mm-hmm. to, to some degree, right? Because you that's what you're going into indie pop. Um, but I also we also kind of want I want to hear a little bit of your story. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to just preference to the audience. I'm not just having Jules on because she's my lady. Okay. <laughs> 
even if I even if I wasn't going out with her, I think she's a very interesting person. Mm-hmm. And she's coming to the table with a different perspective that I don't have as much insight into. So kind of um, let's just start with like, you know, you're, you, we've already kind of got into your story a little bit. But what has it been like being an artist? Has it been <laughs> the coolest Disney Channel special of your life? or It is not for the faint of heart. I will say that. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, what do you mean? You're not a billionaire already? <laughs> I mean it in like in a way that. When people get into music, they think, like, at least, like, maybe this is what I thought when I was younger, um, was that, like, you put out one song and then poof, everything changes, which is totally not true at all for most people. Mm. Um, Like, there are the exceptions of, like, let's say Maggie Rogers, who I love, um, or Taylor Swift with, like, Tim McGraw. And um, I think, I think it's, I mean, being an artist, it's been, it's been a crazy ride. And, um... And it's still, it's hard to remember, you know, like for those who haven't quote unquote made it, um, that you're still an artist no matter where you are on your journey, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if that kind of answers your question a bit. Well, yeah, no, I think what's crazy is that as, you know, as we've interacted, I've seen you kind of like what you're saying, you're always an artist. And as you're always like have this like creative energy and you're really pushing the boundary of what you're doing and what you're making and and kind of trying to like find that next vision, find that next like excitement and and whatnot through through what's going on with you. Kind of talk me through the process. I know you did this first EP, Stories Never Told, and Mm -hmm. then you did three singles that kind of linked together with a certain time period. How does that how does that work for you as as you're kind of going and writing these songs? um, What is you kind of describe these seasons, kind of walk yeah. me through that. Yeah. So I definitely think there's like a couple different eras that I see my music in. Um, I explained to you that um, I have a thing called synthes. What is it? Synthesia. What is I think that? That's who, how you pronounce it. Synthesia is where you see color or no, wait, now you see color. <laughs> you hear color when like you hear a particular song or um, it just like brings a certain color to your, to your mind. If you're like, mm. you hear this and you're like, oh, this song is yellow or this song is purple. So when you hear the song Yellow by Coldplay, <laughs> what color do you think of? Blue. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, but I I tend to think of my songs in, like, different colors and different palettes. And so the different eras that I've kind of gone through have kind of all been, like, about colors and, like, different, I guess like different ways that those colors are put together. So I guess like the first, the, the first EP that I ever put out was more of like my, it was my folk kind of genre, um, folk acoustic kind of genre. And that was like, you know, a light blue, like very friendly. Mm-hmm. And then when I got into to this new season and it was quite a while before I went back into the studio to do some more recording and writing, um, the whole eyes shut, supernatural eclipse thing. Um, that was a whole new era for me. I had never yeah. experienced, um, experienced this electronic, like messing around with electronic music, even in the slightest. Yeah. Um, I still don't know how to produce it all, <laughs> as you well know. <laughs> so, um, it was kind of like that. That whole era was definitely a more dark pop, um, dark blue, more um like very intense colors and now it's kind of um with the new stuff that i've been writing it's definitely been a little bit more pop a little bit more uh i guess i don't know if you would call it baroque i don't know how to i think pop. something that i really want to tap into with yes. this with this interview kind of style yes is i think it's so interesting how you write the songs that you <laughs> sing uh-huh. Because when it, you you are one of the people that loves pop, like I've never met someone who loves pop so much and cares so much about the pop culture and like the top 50 or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever's on the charts. Right. And yet you're also so committed to the craft of writing these songs as mm-hmm. well. And so I think what's really what's really cool is as you know, you're talking about your first EP I I mean, I'm a stupid trash can <laughs> rock head. OK, so I'm not crazy about like the folky sound but mm-hmm. i think you know my friend like my friend jonathan he loves that stuff mm-hmm. and so your your first album to him is like 
gold. Like he loves your first album. I think he thinks Aww. it's really good. Um, <laughs> Jonathan, if you're listening, uh, no, he's not that good of a friend. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyways, and then like your your next steps kind of like taps into that more modern sound with mm-hmm. with, the ele- with the with the electronic and whatnot. And I just think it's cool how you are able to like even tie it back to colors and mm-hmm. then also like evo- like evolve it into what you're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. In- into the writing and all that as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, I don't know, like I, 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 to me it's crazy how you constantly get better at writing. I'm, I'm like watching your music get better and better. I mean, I think it's, it's kind of like if you're, if you're not growing, um, what? <laughs> I was saying you can move the stool okay. if you feel like you're leaning. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, you always want to be growing and get getting better at your craft. It's like right. something that, um, I'm constantly learning because to be in a stage where you're just like, you know, stagnant in your growth, it's just not, it's just not cool. And then, you know, you never experience like, you never experience these new eras. And, um, I mean, you're always going to be growing as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's super cool. And I will say, I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything about this, but your new music is so good. Thank you. It's so different. Really and it's like different it. and it's so cool too. So if you guys are a fan of Jules or if you if you still have to check her out, um, <laughs> she's got a lot of cool stuff coming on top of the awesome stuff she already has. Uh, where can people find your music? Are you a uh, bootleg SoundCloud rapper? You're only <laughs> no. on SoundCloud or something? No, you can find my music on Spotify, iTunes, um, across all platforms at Jules, um, all capital J-U-L-E-S. And do you want me to plug in my socials as well? Sure, hit it. Um, my socials uh, are she is Jules, spelled J-U-L-E-S, not like the not like the gem, but Jules, J-U-L-E-S. Um, so that is... <laughs> what she- if it was the gem? <laughs> the gem, J-E-W. That would have been the corniest stuff in the world. No, yeah, I'm no, so I'm- happy that you, did- <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't could- stick with that. It's so clever, guys, because she is Jules. Like, I remember when you had cool. to... Ch- you were like, I've got to change all my platforms to the same name. Yeah. What a headache that was for you. No, it was like... Because... If if you guys um if anyone knows here my old uh, all my what was it my username yeah was uh, Jewel Song Music <laughs> which I was like okay we get it you do music it was yeah, a little yeah. rough um but yeah when it just kind of like came to me because I was like people were talking about like I don't know everyone has like I am blank 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 or I her am name a person is, and I was like oh she is Jewel whenever I I'm I'm not trying to offend you but whenever I see something like she, like I am the ginger boy or something like that. Like I am this or that. I'm just like, are you trying to convince me that you're a person? Like what is are you a robot or something? <laughs> I, I don't know but what it is about I, it, but I thought it was very clever. You are very clever. You're very clever. I think something that's crazy is your constant upkeep of social media. What a whole nother game. Like art <laughs> Wow. Oh boy. Yes. You know, artists in the past, here. all the... Oh, I'm so sorry. No, oh, no, no, no. I'm just, artists I'm in sorry. the artists I'm in the kidding. past, um, like, you know, people that regard as the greats, uh, you know, like Led Zeppelin and mm-hmm. all those classic rock people, you know, they might have been great musicians, but they didn't have to put up with the BS on social media that yeah. modern yeah. artists have to deal well, with. I mean, there's there's a lot of really great things about social media and there's a lot of really bad things about social media. I mean, what I was telling you earlier about people sending unpleasant things to me. Oh, (laughs) but, uh, that, you know, that happens, but also it also is a platform and a way for people across the world to hear about me, who I I can never probably meet. I hope, I, I hope to meet, but the truth is I'm probably never going to be able to meet them because they live so far away. And that's what social media is really great about is uniting people through their one platform. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. So if you like the show, freaking follow our social media. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> freaking follow it. Everyone. You know, I speaking of these social media handles, Cameron messed it up. He was in charge of Twitter. All right. I'm going to roast him because he's not here, he but would. he he was in charge of Twitter. All I said was ECFS podcast. Apparently someone already so, claimed it. 
We're so mean to Cameron. Whatever, dude. <laughs> it's fine. He's enjoying his San Francisco it's life. Okay. He's not fired from the show. Don't worry. He's coming back. It's okay. My my uh, Facebook is she is Jules with two S's at the end. Oh, because... people are gonna think you're a fan account. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, there's uh, that that is a possibility. All that. I wonder. Yeah, I hear about these news things about people like fighting over domains and paying off people for certain names. I'm yeah, like, no, that is no, disgusting. No, I know. I kind of hate social media, so I'll be real with you. Like, I'm not very good at it, and I'm not very good at posting. So, like, this podcast isn't well promoted because I'm just like, whatever. Just, just want whoever can listen to it, listen to it, be into it, and all that. Um, but. Yeah, you're really on top of that. You're like it's, really you good. You have to be. You have to be. It's like. What do you do? Give us like a. a do you want to share any of your secrets? I mean, yeah. I mean, totally. I'm not here to keep all my secrets from the world. I mean, it used to be, you know, Instagram is changing every single day. Thankfully, they've gotten rid of those like. What are they called? Those like mega accounts where it's like you pay for shout outs and whatnot. And that's what Ooh. that's what I thought was like really in. So I used to do that. Didn't help. Just a lot of bots. Oh, um, I remember. And I deleted all those bots, so thankfully. So I remember this actually. You, yeah. um, you came to me one day and you said, "I'm restarting." Yeah. Or something like to. that. I had to. I had to. It looked. It looked disgusting. I was like, I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't look at myself in the mirror because, like, I'm. I feel like I just bought a bunch of followers, which is technically what I did. Yeah. And that's not like I was like I can't do this. Like I know that's really dumb, but I was like I just don't want to. I don't want to be that person. That's so, so real. That's so super real, raw. <laughs> so, so real. I'm but what's like, what's the kind of like upkeep? Like how many hours would you say you put into your social media? Because you don't, you're like a independent, self-made kind of artist yeah. person right now. Yeah. I mean, I used to put in a few hours a day um, because that's, that's the way I connect with a lot of my fans. Yeah. Um, mostly through Instagram more than anything. I used to be more into YouTube and doing covers there. Now I just do lives on Instagram because yeah. I like interacting with people. Not face-to-face, but, you know, in, like, real time. So, um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely difficult. But, um, and I don't think I have it down all the way. But it's just, honestly, if I had to say, if I had to give any advice to anyone who's, like, becoming an independent artist or or being a, being an artist or just wanting to like post up on Instagram it would be to post every day. Yeah, um, the be, daily post. Yeah, like I know that sounds really dumb but like keep people updated. People want to know like as much as you think people are like annoyed by you, like people are curious and they want to see that you're there and you know, you want to build a relationship with the people um who are following you and engagement like engagement is really important um cuz I know a lot of musicians who have like 100,000 followers and whatnot but i mean and i hate to sound braggy when i say this but there's like i i might not have as many followers but i do have like committed engaged um i guess fans yeah so yeah. it's uh no that's crazy i i remember when you were telling me about like your first fan account and whatnot <laughs> i was freaking and, out and now you have multiple fan accounts and i'm just like geez how does that happen and i think it really comes down to what you're saying this this personal relationship with it all yeah i i think it's like you're what impresses me juliana is how you when i met you which was mm-hmm. about three years ago um mm-hmm. you had a lot of creative energy and you were a little all over the place <laughs> when it came to you know your music career at this point i see someone who is and that yes you can take this as a compliment i see someone who is more business organized mm-hmm. you have like a business mindset with mm-hmm. it and then you have like a switch when mm-hmm. you're in the studio you're hitting like your creative vibes and all yeah, that stuff well, i mean reality is no one's gonna do it for me like right me it's just my main team is me my dad and the people who I write with um my dad and my family has really been my rock to um keep me like business oriented and I've told mm. you like my mom you know I mean you know my mom <laughs> you know my family yeah like, my mom 18 you know buying her family her own house and, I don't know it's like really it's really a weird kind of like thing that I've just been brought up with is that is that business kind of side of things and um but yeah my I owe it a lot to my family for yeah sure. I mean I think it's a really key aspect to your success and whatnot mm-hmm. anything else you want to add about your story um 
because you got a lot. We could go into this a long time, but we want to get to a topic of the show because you were like, yeah. we we need to stay committed to everything comes from something, which, you know. I mean, anything you think we left out? Like, I mean. There's so much. There's so. <laughs> there's so much. We could talk about. Okay. All right. Here's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me about. Um, I'm trying to like, because you have stories. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me about some cool, famous people you've met. Cool, famous people I've met. Um, like famous it, people or like people who have influenced me? How about like someone you met that you're like, oh my gosh, like I know, like I've heard about you. Like you've met someone that actually exists. Huh. If that makes sense, you I know? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I think... I mean, I can talk about, like, the artists that I've met, mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. Huh. The, I mean, I've met... Who did you meet? Uh, okay, I don't, I don't want to, like, spoon feed this one to you. That's but, okay. But you no, met no, no, someone no. I, I some... um, at the studio a while ago who was, like, really small, but it was cool how you, like, knew him. Oh, the, the person from Style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. So, um... <laughs> It's so funny. I feel like Miguel's going to listen to this. Miguel's one of my co-writers that I work with. We're like buddy buddies. If he's not listening to this, I don't know why I talked to him for a half an hour because I totally was like, yo, listen to my podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. And I'm like, oh, I'll see. Oh, my gosh. Because um, he, he introduced me to this guy um, when I came to the studio a few nights ago um, who did the lead guitar on the song Style by Taylor Swift. And I know it's like a really small detail, but I was like, oh my goodness, that song is played. It was when it came out, it was played freaking everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I don't know, like I know it's so like su such a small detail, but it's like the accent of that song, like it just it it's everything to the song. It relies you know? on that guitar that's yes. like really yeah. Driving it and whatnot. I thought that was so cool when you told me that. And yeah. you and you have plenty of other stories of meeting other famous people. Some people that you're like not so fond of, and then other people that you're like, oh, like, wow, like I didn't expect to run <laughs> into you here and whatnot. Yeah. But let's get into the topic of the show. Okay. Which I wanted it to be you. Uh-huh. But I think that you're more uh <clears throat> you have some interesting things to say. We wanted to talk about because you're a songwriter, there's a science behind writing pop. Everything comes from something. Even the songs you listen to on the radio. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen anyone dive into like, <clears throat> excuse me, dive into such like uh, minuscule detail <laughs> of each song. Like uh -huh. I, I now listen to songs and see them differently because of you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's yeah. start with like people who you think that do pop right. I think most recently in the past uh, year, you've really seen Charlie Puth has been killing it um in his uh the way that he's just been his melodies are killer um his lyrics his lyrics aren't like they're not my my fave but mm -hmm. like those melodies are so hooky and they are like just grab you immediately no matter who you are like when you heard attention for the first time it grabbed you and it was like basically like listen to me and yeah. it was um i think he does a really really great job of um pulling together melodies and making anyone kind of like bop their heads, you know? And I think, mm. um, you want to make, if you can make someone who isn't a musician or like into music, like bop to your music, like move the head and be like, yeah, yeah. like that's something, you know, that's something. So something um, you say a lot is that song's a bop. <laughs> so I, th I love how you're like using it as a adjective or a, a verb, like a, a verb, yeah. but you usually use it as a noun, which is great too. <laughs> I love that. So if she says that in the future, you guys know. Um, something, I like what you said in there, the hook. Yes. I didn't understand what a hook was mm -hmm. until you started talking to me about it. Uh -huh. How would you like try to put that on paper? Like how would you try to describe what a hook is? Um, a hook is something that if you, you listen to the song for the first time, you wake up the next morning and the song's slightly stuck in your head, that's the part that you remember. The The line mm -hmm. is like what you remember is the hook of the song. You typically, typically is it the music. like the is does it always have to be a vocal line? No, I don't. I honestly, I mean, there's songs that I mean, even though we're talking about we we're talking about style, like right, which is not a really great example of this, but like the guitar part is really important. Yeah. Um and and yeah, so but there are songs. There are songs like, what is that song? It's like 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Seven Nation Army. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the like, baseline is definitely mm-hmm. the catchy part. And usually, I mean, typically, again, I'm, I mean, I didn't say this before, but um, this is just my opinion of things. I These are not like professional facts from a professional, professional well, I, songwriter. I think, I think what's hard about <laughs> songwriting is there is no definitive answer to everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why, to a degree, there's a science behind it. The same way science is trying to explain truths Half the time, most of the things that they conclude are hypothesis, right? Uh So I think when it comes to songwriting, it's fairly similar Mm -hmm. where you got these artists who are fairly experienced. Maybe they got one or two hits and they're constantly trying to figure out, oh, shoot, how do I recapture that? How do I re-like instill this kind of energy that I I got the first time I hit it and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff? So That is, you mean like, you mean the, the way that people try to rewrite the same song? Well, that's an aspect, right? yeah. Yeah, no, I um, I think what I think about that is that it's like the worst funk to be in it is trying to rewrite the same song or rewrite someone else's song. Yeah. Like, I mean, and this kind of goes back to your everything comes from something. Like, obviously, we are all influenced by by stuff, mm-hmm. but um, there's something that has to be said for um, that like how how incredibly like scary it is to be in this like oh, this song needs to be, like, the last one that I really, really love. And that's, like, not a great place to be in, for sure. Yeah. I I really don't like Taylor Swift, okay? <laughs> Juliana loves Taylor Swift. She, she's but I, popping. But I think for from what you've explained, Taylor does not get stuck in this, I need to rewrite the same song over and over mm-hmm. again, right? Yep. All right, calm down with that sass. Mm-hmm. Give me like a death eye when I <laughs> admitted to your love with of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yikes. Um, kind of walk us through like, because she she's more, you know, she's she's more like finished so many albums. How does she kind of go alongside it and, and become, she doesn't like lose herself, but she mm-hmm. never rewrites the same song, it seems. Yep. So I think the best way I can compliment taylor swift is the way that she moves away she moves with her fans so um her first hit tim mcgraw um which i have no idea what that is when you said that no no for me when you said that i was like i have no idea what that is (laughs) it's it's what it's the first song that broke her as a country artist oh um but as you all know taylor swift is not a country artist anymore yeah um so taylor i mean country I got to say something about countries. Countries, like, we've moved far away from that. Like, it's not mainstream anymore to mm. listen to, to country music. Like, it's very, it's not very often you come across people who are, you know, bopping to country music. Like, right. Um, I mean, because don't you remember a few years ago, everyone was like, oh, yeah, Luke Bryan and whatnot. At least I was. It seems um, like rap is dominating the charts right now. Hip-hop is is killing the game. I have a yeah. feeling country will come back around in like yes, five it years. It will. There's like a, well, there's always like a cycle. Swift brings it back. Oh gosh. That's what she's going to do next. I, I promise you. Oh man. Um, someone's got to do it. So, um, but yeah, so Taylor, what Taylor has done so well is that she, she started in country and country was like just starting to get really hot. Um, and she's kind of grown with her fans through this phase of like country, country alternative. And then, um, another country alternative kind of thing. And then it was more of like pop. And then, yeah, now it's like dark pop in her right. last reputation album. Um, but yeah, no, she's grown with her fans because her, her fans are obviously growing up and they aren't, I mean, she started, she started becoming a, she became a star when she was like, what, 17? 16, 17. Yeah. So now she's 28. So it's almost been 11 years. And so obviously her fans have grown. Right. And um, matured. And so she's matured with her fans. And I think that's really, that's really smart. Mm-hmm. And, um, but throughout all that, her writing, she has a specific writing voice, you know? She's always, so like, that's interesting you say that. Like, she's not trying to rewrite the same song, but she always does have the same pop melody energy behind like each yes. each each song as well yes who and and we're not throwing any bands specifically under the bus okay or bo- yeah, bands okay. groups or singles right but who do you think gets who has got stuck in this rewriting the same song over mm. and over again 
There's a lot of... There are a lot. There are, that's a lot. Um, This is a random, random artist. Hit me. Um, Al City. Mm. Literally has rewritten... Like, no... <laughs> No shade towards Owl City because Vanilla really Twilight li- is I really, a yeah, I really like Owl City. But um, but you hear Vanilla Twilight in Hello Seattle. You can sing Hello Seattle over any track <laughs> that guy has released. Fireflies, <laughs> like every, you yeah. know, it's like all the same, and it's like cool Vanilla Twilight and uh, what's the song? Uh, Hello Seattle and Fireflies. All the songs are great, but we you know like and it was a bop then but like doesn't mean it's gonna be a bop in yeah 2018 you know right there's a there's a constant rewrite someone that i noticed if you didn't notice this <laughs> i i'm blown away the chain smokers wrote the same song like four times in a row mm-hmm. and it was on the radio like for two years straight yep and every time i heard a different song by them i was like gosh this song's still on but it was a different song. It was literally the like it was like the same song, and I was like, "This is this is nuts." I'm sorry, it's getting warm in here. No, 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 no. It's um, okay. But yeah, like that kind of stuff really, it just makes you disconnect from an artist. I feel. Yeah, I they they put out a song recently um, with uh, Emily Warren. I love Emily Warren. I think she's a great uh, songwriter, but. Uh, and it's it's a little different, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It was like the whole closer roses, um, all those songs. It was like <laughs> this sounds a lot alike. Um, so I, I know what you're saying for sure. And it's it's like really crappy to be stuck in that because like, I mean, at least for me, it's like almost like torture because yeah. like, I mean, you know, when I wrote um, I wrote a song a couple months ago and I was like super psyched about it, mm-hmm. almost like a year ago, yeah, um, and it was like. A really cool song but i tried to rewrite it a million times and it was like yep didn't work i mean i don't oh, know if you know yeah, what song yeah. oops um what song i'm i'm talking about i don't think you do but oh, okay <laughs> wait it's already out the song no out? it's not out oh, oh um, okay and i and i'm not really sure it's kind of just been sitting but, yeah um so i'm blown away with the amount of songs that you do write <laughs> It's, I'm like, you have like a new song every week, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you write like multiple songs in just multiple days. And I'm like, how did you finish that? How did you finish it? And it's not that it's perfect, but it's like the amount of writing power. It's the skeleton that's behind it, yeah. Yeah. How do you start building that skeleton? Because there's a science behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, typically there's a lot of different ways that you can write music. It's always different for me. Sometimes I get ideas sitting down at my piano. Sometimes I'm at a coffee shop and I overhear an interesting conversation and I write that in my notebook mm-hmm. or I watch a movie and I'm like, oh, that's a really cool line. Maybe I should twist it and put it in my own words. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it, sometimes it starts with melody. You know, you just like never know. So um, the question again was how, yeah, like how do you start that process? And I think you yeah. pretty much covered it. <laughs> I, I think something that's like really cool that you said is you picked up on someone else's conversation. Mm-hmm. Like when you told me that some of the songs you write are from different perspectives, mm-hmm. that really changed. I was like, oh my gosh, like what about the other songs I listened to? Uh-huh. Maybe this guy's not actually singing from his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when Billie Eilish is talking about bellyache, about killing all of her friends, I don't. I, I hope that's not. Her. I'd really hope that would not be her. Some yeah, yeah it's I guess it's a but good like, thing. It's a it's like a sick song, but so, it's also not well, not with a good a good uh, uh, message. <laughs> something I I uh, was told by Cameron is that he listened to something about Kendrick Lamar and he writes from multiple different perspectives mm. because he's not actually like a hardcore gangster riding down the street and whatnot. It makes you think of things differently because sometimes people say something that you've heard a million times, but in a different way. And for some reason that hits home for you and it gets you inspired. And then you start to write about that. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your favorite songs that are out right now? Ooh, out right now? Like, yeah. Like so you have your, charts? you charts? Ha- no, no, no. I'm talking about your music. Oh, that's my you have, yeah. music that's out now. Um, you have, cause you have an EP and then three singles. Yes. Let's just pick one from the EP and out of the three singles. Like which one's your favorite? One from the EP. Um, out of all my songs in the EP, I'm going to look this in like, do I have to look at this in like in a pop perspective or in a... No, talk personal and then tell us personal. why. 
My favorite song from Stories Never Told, that EP, was um, Head Above the Water. Mm. And even though I feel like Telephone Line, um, that song is more of a tradition. It's like a little bit, it's it's written like pop melody kind right, of. Right, right. Um, Head Above the Water. I'm always like that person who sees like, I love albums because there's, or like albums or EPs because there's like, they're like, <laughs> sorry, um, they're like an, a piece of artwork, you know? And yeah. And you get to... I like to pick the like the little nuggets the like I feel like head above the water um in my EP is kind of like a nugget for me mm-hmm. and um it was like about a time that I was really like struggling and not letting myself like fall into this into this grace that um I feel like is always there yeah um and kind of goes like back into like my faith and the the way I was raised and um, it means a lot to me. So I, yeah. um, <laughs> even though it's like not, you know, the ones that everyone remembers, um, but there are some fans out there, you know who you are, um, who is like, Oh, that's me. <laughs> I actually love this song. Like, it's like <laughs> such a good song. I think, um, I think that song is, it has a lot of sentimental value to me, but, and then what were you saying about the, of most the singles? singles, you have three singles that came yes. out pretty recently. So that was like, yeah, all in like one era. Um, my favorite out of those three? Yeah. My favorite favorite out of those three is Eclipse, I think. Um, I love I love all of them just the same. I like they're my babies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> sounds so weird. Um but I think Eclipse to me you kind of just like fall into like the way that everything, like the whole the music, the pads, the atmosphere is just like really cool and i i guess it was it was one song that i i i took like a line from like gray's anatomy and i love gray's anatomy <laughs> and um i don't know i just kind of like put it into my own words and um what was the yeah. one it was like it's like christina yang or no it was like the two doctors like meredith and christina yang like where did or no christina says to like meredith like remember you are the sun and like something about don't be eclipsed by him. And I was like, Ooh, that's good. Dang. So I don't know. I really like connect you with, um, Grace and Annie, as you well know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not my cup yeah. of tea, but I will say I did watch some. I'm always blown away by Grace and Abby, not to get too off topic, but <laughs> when you show, when you showed me the episodes, you're like, like you talk about these great episodes and those characters that, like you love and whatnot but then when you're like you gotta watch these episodes with me you want you show me the most like brutal like the ones where all your favorite characters die <laughs> why do you always show me those ones because they make you cry they make you feel something oh. or if you're like you've had a bad day you could just blame it on that because you feel pretty awful after you watch it <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> yeah it's like a gosh it's like wow i don't know i don't get it i still don't get it <laughs> Yeah, so um so yeah, I think Eclipse is my is my favorite one. I think that's like a really like dramatic one to perform and I think I had like the most powerful like performance with that song. Um I r- remember I told you about um that performance I had. Um when I I ran into someone like I used to know yeah. who is like not so great to me in the uh-huh. industry. Um you you know what I I'm know what you're about? talking yeah. about. Um, and just being able to like, I hate to be that person that's like, oh, I got to like pr- prove this person wrong. But like, to me, it meant something of like, this is how far I've come. And like, I didn't need you to get me here, you know? Yeah. And he, this person made me believe like, you, you need me to get where you, where you're at now. And I, I did that with my faith and me and my dad. So I think, yeah. um, I think it was just like really powerful for me. You know what's crazy, and I I just feel for you because when you've shared your frustration with this, because you're saying artists being an artist is really difficult. You always talk about like how like how the industry is against you, even mm-hmm. though you're supposed to work with the industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like a double edged sword. Like, no, no, that's not the right analogy, but it's kind of like. You want It's kind of like if you're stuck on a desert island and all you could eat is McDonald's. Like technically you'd need to eat it to survive, but it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz there's um I think what you're referring to is like the 
the I guess I guess the the expectation everyone has of like you're not an artist unless you're signed to a major label, which yeah. I think is false. Um, and or you're not an artist unless you side with us. Yeah. Or you're not an artist unless you do this. Yeah. Or do like, this. There's so much noise. Yeah. There's so everyone's telling you that that they're the right option to go with them, and it's um it can be really like you know. I don't know. Confusing. Confusing. Yeah. Yeah. The the whole thing is confusing, especially because if you're young and you're naive, um, people will try to hit you up all the time and be like, Hey, you need to spend this amount of money to like get, get it to this place. Which is usually not like I've, I've never really seen a lot. I haven't seen a lot of people who have kept their promises to that. Yeah. And I've witnessed it. Yeah. I think it's just crazy how, the you as an artist through a business perspective is only categorized as like a commodity right Mm -hmm. even though like there's so much value in just what you're doing Mm -hmm. and and your art form no one else can write a song that you can write (laughs) right yeah there's no there's never going to be another jewels yeah there's never going to be your voice in the industry Mm -hmm. unless it's your voice right yeah and it's weird how because there's so many people who aspire to be an Mm -hmm. artist that the industry is just like we don't know the rules but we don't know how to categorize this we just need we need them but we don't want to like treat them well and things like that yeah there's there's a lot of that um i think um it's funny because we're talking about like the industry and it's like (laughs) um like barely you know yeah you're not even there yet but (laughs) i think um i mean what i've witnessed and i want everyone to like to like know that first but when you're listening to this it's like i you know i'm still growing and i'm still learning and i'm still developing yeah um so um but yeah like i think there's a lot of young artists who get taken advantage of in like in different ways of like like oh they don't know like i don't know i just people will be like oh give me your money like, yeah <laughs> So it's just, it's, um, not all, not all labels are like that. Not all things are like that. And that's like the crazy thing is like, but we need like people who understand business and all this stuff, um, to carry us through. So, um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it's weird. And I, I love, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I was saying. I love whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a tough grind, but it's worth it for you. Right. Yeah, no, it's completely worth it. Um, and I'm not trying to trash the the industry. Yeah. Um, especially because I don't know. I don't I don't know everything for yeah. sure. So um but I think something has to be said for like the independent artists who are really working their butts off. Um, mm. um and that's what um I love so much about AWOL, which I <laughs> I haven't even like announced yet, but um yeah, AWOL AWOL is awesome. So, and that's what I like is that they try to, they keep independent artists independent, but, um, still, still like having guidance through everything. Cause there's no, there's no how to do book on this yeah. industry. So. Well, I think what's good is that the industry isn't stagnant. It seems yeah. to be constantly changing and that there are more avenues and setups. People are trying to figure out how do we like make this a process that is understandable and also like profitable. And I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that's hard when distribution of music is changing constantly, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially with like the streaming services now that don't pay anything. And like, there's just, there's, Uh, I don't think, I mean, not nothing. Right. Right. But Um, there's just so much. You'd be surprised how much I know, but like, I'm just saying like a lot of people are like Spotify doesn't pay artists anything. I do hear that a lot. Which I don't yeah, you you hear that a lot, but it's not completely untrue. Like of course I have not made like a ton of money from it, but it's not like I've made nothing. Oh. Know, good. Um from it. But I mean <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't a lot for sure. Like, yeah. Um Well, okay. I know we've really just scratched the surface yes. of most of the stuff we're talking about. Um as far as like the art of pop and songwriting is there anything else you want to add on that before we kind of like close up here? Art and songwriting. Like if I were to give advice to someone else, like is that, is that how you should look at it or no? Mm, no. We'll get to the advice in okay. a second. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So what, what was your question? Like how would you, just through your insight and experience, 
what is your like what is your understanding of this like pop craft like how 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 do you like i mean we've kind of talked about your approach mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and we've talked about your influences yeah when it comes down to it all how is this something that inspires you to some degree because i know a lot of people say pop music is boring and generic mm-hmm. But when you talk about it, at least from my perspective, I'm like, this doesn't sound boring and generic. music was so generic and boring, why is it playing everywhere? And my, I know, I know, okay, yes, there's money involved, but... What if I was just like, everyone on this planet is dumb? <laughs> well, because it's not, it's not true, because there's, there's a science to pop music, as you were saying earlier. Like, there's... There's a reason why you're bopping your head to this song. Yeah. That you're um that you can't you wake up in the morning, you can't get the song out of your head. There's a reason why, you know? And I think I think people give um pop music pop music a lot of crap. Yeah. Um, because like, oh, it's so repetitive. Like, oh, like I don't know. And I think it's I think it's kinda like petty, you know? Like if you really you I don't know, like everyone everyone listens to pop in some degree because like if i mean the reason i got into pop and i used to i used to be that person i used to be like pop is so gross like i need my like unmainstream music you know um but like i've flawless <laughs> an interpretation of basic girl <laughs> keep but, going keep going but like uh i think i used to be that way until i realized like i realized all these songs i'm listening to even the ones that are like country music even like the crazy ones like that were out there have pop influence. They have pop melodies. And I'm yeah. like, oh crap, I'm writing pop music. You know, yeah. like <laughs> and and um when I realized that, it made a lot more sense. What what I think is funny is when I <laughs> when I was younger, I was like, pop means popular, mm-hmm. like popular music. But to a degree, it kind of it kind of does. Like it's not exact. And like, but I, I, when I talk to some people, I'm like, oh, like, you know, I listen to like alternative pop, things like that. And when people say, ew, I hate pop. I'm like, well, who do you listen to? They're like, oh, the gorillas. I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, gorillas is popular and they use <laughs> pop melodies like sometimes, you know? And if yeah. it's not, if, if he's singing a blues melody, which is something like he kind of drones a lot. Yeah. If he's doing that blues melody. Usually there's some sort of poppy element to the bass line mm-hmm. or the drum line it's or the yeah it, it's like there's so many different things to it all. So mm-hmm. I mean, someone that will tell you that they hate pop is Cameron, <laughs> and that's why he's not on the show. Okay, it's actually why he's fired. No, I'm just <laughs> that's kidding. What I was say. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, it is so hot in this room. Poor Juliana, she <laughs> had to sit through this because she's way too sweet. No, I I no, you're not sweet. I mean. I am very sweet. Wow. Why are you so prideful? What the heck? No one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, but thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It's really cool to like, I don't know. It's cool to see. See me in my element? Wait, you haven't listened to any of my show? I have. I'm just kidding. (laughs) This is the way I always am. Okay. We're going to wrap it up for you guys. But Juliana has more experience in the music in the music industry than most, I would say. What is your closing inspiration? What do you tell an artist that's either struggling or just starting or maybe not quite sure of what they're doing? Mm-hmm. What is your advice for them? Um, I was telling you this a little bit earlier is that um, I think the most defining point in my my I guess my my uh very beginning stages of my career now um I think has been to sit down and realize and ask myself is this a hobby or is this something I want to pursue as a career and I know it's like a really hard but simple question but it really helped me pinpoint like what I needed to do and like how how do I get all this stuff done you know and I think that's something that makes me kind of sad as I meet a lot of artists um, from around this area because we're from Northern California. Um, and a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm putting out 
um, an album with like 15 tracks on it. I'm seriously, I've met, I've met people like that. Yeah. Um, and they expect like, because there's 15 songs, like more the better. Like, I don't know. Like I, I don't know. That actually has nothing to do with any of that, but like, I think, I think there's a lot of artists here who aren't around it all the time. Like, who kind of just expect it to blow up and for it to happen for them, which can definitely happen, but it most likely will not unless you go out and you, you do the best work you can. That's all you can do. I'm just doing the best work I can. It probably may, it might work. I hope it does. It it will most likely more work than like, if I put like, you know, all I have into it, but it definitely won't if I like, don't like, put any effort into I love it. that you know because I think artists most of the time are like oh I gotta get it's all about luck but no. you I've watched oh gosh we keep throwing <laughs> around this book I've watched you put in the hours okay that's my alarm whoops whoopsies whoopsies um no going back to it you put in the hours for what mm-hmm. you've earned and you're still putting in the hours. You're yeah. working hard for it. And I think and I've and I've barely like touched the surface. Like yeah. I barely skimmed the surface. Like I put <laughs> I put in my heart and soul and you know like I I am really appreciative for the fans and everyone that I have who supported me, but yes, it's like I'm haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. Yeah. I like I love your commitment to it and how you have to face those hard questions and be like, yeah, dude, yeah. here, here's what it is. Here's what I know. And I think that's hard for a lot of people in whatever your craft is, whatever your craft is, is to ask the hard questions mm-hmm. and ask where the goal is. Even with something as stupid as like this podcast for <laughs> me, it took me so long to get sit, like sit down and really start. Yeah. And it, and it was, um, once I got going, I was like, I have a vision for this. Mm-hmm. I have a vision for it, and it drove me to just continue to keep doing the best that I could. And, and it's not it. well; it's not perfect, right? Yeah, it's I not. Mean, my perfect. music's not perfect for yeah. sure. Like even the stuff that I really love, it's not perfect for sure. It takes a grind, man. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, the grind, the hustle. Hey, which... I hope, I hope you know your fans and you <laughs> can listen to this episode in the future and be like, "Dang, she's only she's only gotten so much further because you just keep <laughs> keep putting in the time." I hope so. Hey, I really appreciate you being on the show, Juliana. Thank you for having me here. You guys, please take the time to check out what Juliana's doing on Spotify and iTunes. Follow her on Instagram. She's got daily posts, and she's also <laughs> very adorable with all of her post stuff. So you can oh, you can go check it out over there at She Is Jules. Um, again, make sure to support us on Patreon if you like what we're doing. And uh, we will see you guys next week with another episode. Cameron will be back, and we're doing something cool then. So you guys have a great rest of your week, and uh, we'll catch up later. Bye.